Genre. Welcome back to the Cornetto Minute, the daily podcast where we investigate the gunfights, car chases, and proper action of Hot Fuzz one minute at a time. I'm Nick Jimenez. I'm Scott Corelli. Today, we're about to go off on Minute 60. Minute 60, which begins with Angel racing around the corner of the church and ends with Frank asking Angel if this is a crime scene. Mm-hmm. An hour into the movie, guys. Hour into the movie. Uh, uh, bang for your buck. And here to uh, celebrate our first hour into the movie is uh, Grant and Paige back from Gilmore Ball Z. Welcome. Hey. I'm so glad I got this minute. <laughs> uh, well, this is, uh, this, this is a pretty big minute. Um, this is another death scene, uh, possibly the, the, the most memorable death scene in the oh, movie. Oh, absolutely. The so most memorable. Pretty. Yeah. Yeah. If the movie is a series of escalations which yes. i guess you know a lot of movies can be described as like a series of escalations this is definitely like a major like there's no going back from this scene right right that's true um but although scott, when you scott when you sent me the message saying hey we're doing these minutes up through the death of tim messenger Paige and i actually high-fived in real life <laughs> that's amazing <laughs> I think you know. I think my favorite part about the 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 death of of Tim Messenger, because um, I do have a, a, a small, I, not so much a critique, more of like a question, because it, I I'm, I'm I'm sure that there's a reason for it, um, a practical reason. But I think my favorite thing about it is once it smashed his head in, and he's sort of still walking around a second. He kind of like stumbles around before falling over. With it, it just it just goes on just long enough that it's just horrifying, just mm-hmm. just even more horrifying than it already is. Just the, oh oh god, and he just can't stop looking at it. But during that bit, there's there's something happening in the music that I can only describe as like '60s sci-fi. Yeah, like a yeah like yeah. like a Mars Attacks kind of yeah thing, and it's it 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 just it just kills me. He also reminds me of like those um. The, 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 I forget what you call those things, but like the things that look like they have turkeys on their head in, in the Half-Life games. Oh, see, I, I was going to say that he oh, looks a lot like... Oh, the head crab zombies. A, yeah, the head crab zombies. Yeah. To me, he's a little head crabby. Yeah. To me, he looks a like a Silent Hill villain. Yeah. Oh, a Silent Hill villain. Sure, sure. Yeah. I could see that as well. Triangle head, right? Yeah. yeah. Pyramid head, yeah. Oh, pyramid head. Yeah. Sean Bean. See, I get them all wrong. <laughs> um... I, turkeys, I, triangles. Yeah, look, I whatever. Play, I play all these games, but I don't pay, pay attention to the details. We don't go to Ravenholm. Um, it's, don't go uh, to Ravenholm. <laughs> it's a uh, it is a horrifying death and uh, a really good shot on the case of uh, either Simon Skinner or uh, Lurch. Lurch, depending on who who did this, who actually pushed this over. Like, what a shot! Uh, that's just a, that's straight a in. That's a nat twenty. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, that is, 
Or that, that just, Wonderkerton messenger. Oh man, yeah. just straight in. Uh, so uh, the 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 critique slash question I have about the um, the actual uh, incident itself is that uh, there's a beat as it's going in where his his head smashes prior to it entering his head. Um, you can see like blood exploding. If you go through it like frame by frame, his head squashes and explodes before the thing appears. Um, and it's uh, it's a little off. And I wonder. We were just watching that. <laughs> we were just watching that video uh, about Jackie Jackie Chan. Yes. Um, the every, every frame, frame of painting. painting about Jackie Chan, and they talked about how uh, he he was like, yeah, the impact is 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 really wor- is worse. Oh yeah, when you back it up a little bit, like yes. you, it, you, it makes it like a more impactful impact mm-hmm. if you are 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 yeah, like he described it in a certain Spatially way. Spatially aware. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And so I wonder if it has something to do with that, where like they timed it so that it happened exactly on impact and it didn't work as well, maybe. Yeah, yeah. I'm finding the I'm finding the the exact frame about four seconds in where. His head is just, it's like a bad Photoshop of his head going, yeah, <laughs> as right. Spike I, is entering. And I'm definitely not saying this critically because this is an iconic sequence and right. it's super effective, but it is, it is, it, it is digital. Right. Which the thing that it reminds me the most of closest to is scanners. Oh, which yeah. Which is a very famous head exploding scene. And that was yeah. very practical. You were actually physically seeing a balloon or whatever at hydraulic and you explosion right but this is like a digital creation so it doesn't quite have that like visceral like i don't know like maybe that has something to do with why the impact is is or why they had to accommodate the impact differently oh yeah than if right. it was because it's an impossible practical effect i'm not saying i wanted this to be a practical effect right but that has consequences to the style of what what makes this you shoot it differently when it's right. a digital effect yeah i'm just curious about the uh, about like the the technique they were using here because yeah. it is it is off timing wise mm-hmm. um but it works amazing when you just watch it happen it's super yeah yeah it's it's super super effective it's just fascinating that it doesn't quite work timing wise if you're looking at it frame by frame and i'm just wondering what the what the purpose of that is yeah yeah and i think i mean part of it i think is just because at the time people we weren't really expected to be able to watch movies frame by frame right oh sure i mean we're we're definitely wandering around the haunted house with the lights on yeah but it's it's interesting (laughs) yeah yeah no absolutely um, cause it, yeah. mean, like there's little, there's little details. Like, uh, we, we live in Seattle and, uh, in Seattle, there is, uh, the museum of pop culture, which is really, really cool. If you're ever in Seattle, it's absolutely worth going to. I have very fond memories of it. Mm. Yeah. Um, but in their ho- or horror exhibit, they have, um, uh, what movie was it? What the proton pack? No, 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 no. The, the, they had the, they had a prop from an old horror movie and then the remake, I forget which one it was, but it was, it might have been like Nightmare on Elm Street or something. I forget. But they have like a severed head from from an old horror movie and then that same version of the prop from a remake that was made more recently. There have been so many horror remakes lately that I don't remember which. And you, when you just see them both in display case right next to each other like that, you can see how the old one... It, it when you're just looking at it there in a case, it's very very obviously fake, but and the new one is so much more realistic. It, it obviously is, it looks exactly like the actress's face, but it's not as scary. And I don't know. It's just it's I don't know if I have a point 
in all of this, but it's just kind of interesting to see how they have to do their props differently in a day and age where we know that everything's going to be watched in 4K, people are going to frame by frame through it, you know, all these details. Like, there was another part of the museum that had a bunch of Marvel costumes, and they had all these little details on the costumes and everything that you wouldn't, nobody would ever bother to put into a movie even 20 years ago because yeah. no one would ever see that. Yeah, it was specifically the Black Panther costumes where it inset in each costume was like little sub, like raised textured designs that you would never be able to see even in the theater. Academy yeah. Award winning costume design, Black Panther. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, damn straight Academy Award winning costume design. Anyway, I don't know what my whole point was with that, but it's interesting. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, and I, I mean, I think I, I think I get what you're saying and, and, and it definitely applies to this. Um, for sure. I just, uh, the blood splattered against the church is such a great yeah. flourish. It's well, really it's just, good CG blood. Definitely. Yeah. The definitely. blood work in this scene is amazing. And yeah. Actually, I'm glad for that, you know, going frame by frame just to see the blood splatter on the camera. Yeah. yeah. At about 10 seconds, there's this blood splatter on the lens. Yeah. I think they do the same thing in the, the garden sequence in Shaun mm. of the Dead. Um, I think they do something very similar. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's, it's fantastic the way that that works. It's, uh, really, really well done. Um, and then we're immediately gifted with a shot of Saxon. Yes, that's very true. Uh, that good boy Saxon. I, I also want to, I want to point out, I, I think my favorite thing about this Tim shot is him being like, Oh, hi. Like hi. <laughs> as he turns the corner, he's yeah. like, Oh, there he is. And then just immediately just instant death is it one um, high or is it another high high i think it's just one high yeah it's just high it's just one it's just kind of like a, oh hi mm-hmm. like a like it's just like a nod of acknowledgement you know kind it's of almost thing. kind of dopey like yeah it's, very it's dopey. Like, oh, hi. oh there you <laughs> are didn't even feel it didn't even i mean at least it was quick yeah oh man there is a, a moment that crosses his face though as it's happening that is like oh what 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 is this and then it's just gone uh and it is it is it adds to the horrifying nature of what happened to him oh um like his lip sort of like goes up a little bit i don't know it's horrifying um poor tim messenger he i mean look he can't spell but he's all right he was all right guy poor guy um godspeed tim messenger Man, I just, uh, I, yeah, it got to be 10 messages. <laughs> I, I, there's something so perfect about Doris's like weekend outfit. There's just like, oh, yeah. It's like that exactly is how that character would, would dress when going out to like a function. For sure. Well, and my, my other favorite thing about Doris is that when she walks up, she pieces together the crime scene where she <laughs> like, yeah. she looks at him and then looks up and points and he, she's like, oh, so that came down here and landed. <laughs> On his head, and now he's dead. Oh, okay, I see. There's the mind of a cop hidden in there. Yeah, yeah. She still got it. Like she's like kind of. She puts it together. It's really funny. Um, I, uh, I God, I love Doris. She's the best. Uh, and then, uh, and then Tony Fisher comes up, and um, he is, uh, he is confused, and then uh, uh, horrified. Uh, Danny's holding his little hat as he runs. Yep. And his cuddly monkey. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, my boyfriend won this for me and there's something about tony fisher seeing this in spider-man face paint mm-hmm. is just adds to adds so much to his <laughs> his expression it's fantastic like j- oh man oh my well, well okay oh, oh yeah and there is just something so stomach churning and hopeless about frank butterman immediately telling everyone that the, it's an accident it's only an accident 
Oh, yeah. yeah. He says accident four to six times. I couldn't mm-hmm. quite catch how many times people say accident right after. But. Yeah. He's got the messaging down pat. Uh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Just an accident. Oh, and uh, speaking of messaging, uh, 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 Tim Messenger staying upright after the thing is in his head. That thing has to be really heavy. So, th- th- I mean, I'm just, you know, kudos to, uh, to, to, to Tim's, legs. Tim's legs. Yeah, some good. Not Tim- going down without a fight, boys. <laughs> he, did, he, did not, he did not skip leg day, this guy, apparently. So we've established Skinner doesn't skip arm day and Tim doesn't skip leg day. Yeah. <laughs> so they were always at the gym at different times. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe if they'd been to the gym at the same time, they would have become friends. Saxon also has kind of a similar reaction arc where he's like, hey, guy, what's going on? Oh, oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) Uh. I love that, like, Danny doesn't quite have the oh, no. Like, where he is so used to there being terrible accidents in this minute, his face is just kind of, like, watching everything and going, like, oh, no. Yeah, he's weirdly desensitized for such a sheltered person. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like, oh, somebody died horribly, and I'm looking at the body? Well... This town is accident prone. Yeah. And then I, I love that that just that Jerry Brockheimer or like Tony Scott shot of, of of Nicholas like just like casing the roof. Yeah. Helicopter shot. The maybe. helicopter drone shot, whatever. Yeah. That's so cool. Yeah. Oh, that's really good. Really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is a that is a Brockheimer shot. There's so mm-hmm. many of those in uh, Enemy of the State. <laughs> yeah. There's so many of those people standing on roofs. Well, and I love the idea that they had to get together a whole like helicopter shoot for one second of film. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's good. In a quiet English village. Yeah. Now we have drones, which is, uh, I can only imagine is very helpful for the cost of prohibitively expensive shots like that. Um, I don't know. Did we have, did we have drones in 2006? Secretly, but not like for, I I mean, I don't know if Hollywood would have had access to them. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely not every, uh, you know, Blair Witch making guerrilla filmmaker. Right. Like now. Right. Yeah. There's a lot of drone shots in Blair Witch. Oh, the new one? That new one. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I didn't see that one. Yeah. Um, yeah I, I know. And then, it's, uh, and then it's right back to shenanigans. I love Ty West. There, there's a, or no, that was directed by Ty West. Nope. Uh, it wasn't Ty West. The guy that did uh, um, The yeah. Guest. Yeah, that guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I forget his name. Uh, yeah. And then it's right back to shenanigans. With uh, the Andy's cracking jokes and Doris laughing at him. Yeah, no one wants to believe uh, murders. They don't. They don't. They just want to accept that accidents happen every single day in this town. <laughs> Incredibly gruesome accidents happen every single day. Yeah, there's yeah. no like, oh, like you know, Dan fell. Yeah, lighting Christmas trees. You know whatever. when when uh, when when the Andy said accidents happen every day when they said that. Last time they were talking That's about funny. it, yeah. I, I, you, you take for granted that you're just they're they're thinking like uh, you, you think that they're talking about like oh like like falling off a ladder slipping or in the shower, slipping in the shower. But no, they're literally saying accidents happen every day here, here, <laughs> every day, almost every other week. Someone is murdered. Someone Gruesomely, dies horrible, orchestratingly murdered. <laughs> like a hitman game level murder. Oh man. That's true. That is. That is. Skinner got the silent assassin rank on this mission. <laughs> oh man! It's yeah. No, it's well done. Yeah, yeah. Well, it does is... reinforce why they need a whole neighborhood watch association. Because if Skinner was doing all this by himself, he'd have no time to run a very nice grocery store. He runs a local supermarket. <laughs> yeah. 
It's very true. Um, also, so I, so they, they go into this church to like talk about what's happening because Nicholas is finally like, he's, he's over, over it. it. Yeah. He's at over wit's it. end. Yeah. Pirates of the Caribbean at wit's end. Right. <laughs> he, he is just like, look, people are getting murdered. All of these things are connected. You are all buffoons and we need to get on top of this. Uh, and they, they've gone inside the church to do this. And I think it's funny that there's all the police officers and then like just the, the local pastor is also part of the conversation. Well, the church. I know. Like they, he let them in, but then everyone else is waiting at the door. Yeah. No, there's a real hierarchy going on in this scene. Yeah. It's, uh, it's interesting. And then, uh, yeah. And then Frank, very like cautious. Playing a playing a very specific role right now, of right. choosing not to fight Nicholas on this, right? He's because like, he knows if he did, then then Nicholas would know something was up. Yeah, it's like yeah, he's yeah, he's, he's very savvy, right? So he's he's manipulating Nicholas here. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, he is. Um, and uh, it's it's uh, going to be fairly effective, honestly, because mm-hmm. um, he's definitely going to get gaslit for a little while in this movie. Sure. There's a lot of gaslighting of Nicholas Angel going on. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And I think this scene, this last part of this minute, I think is a really excellent um, example of how Edgar Wright can just manage things on so many different levels. Because you're like, there's this manipulation and this gaslighting and these plots within plots all happening. But then at the same time, there's just the surface level humor of the fact that they're talking about investigating a murder while the chief of police is dressed up like a cowboy and yeah. there's another guy in the back with Spider-Man face paint on. Right. Let's, and like, let's give Simon Pegg some credit too. Uh, he's the only one dressed as a real police officer. Uh, everyone else, everyone else is off duty and uh, looking, uh, looking pretty dorky. Yeah. Like it, it, on the surface level, it looks like it's just, a movie about he's the only real cop in town and the rest of the police are buffoons. But right. like, so it's funny, uh, it's funny, but then it's also thrilling and intriguing. And also like, there's still, it's still scary, right? Cause who's going to die next. And he's, it's, it's the scene is like three different genres all at once, all happening in tandem and none of them step on the other. And it's, it's just, I don't know. I love it. They're not yeah. dueling. No, the genres are not dueling here. <laughs> Um, I I mean you know a if little not, bit. If not here, when? <laughs> yeah, a little bit, <laughs> a little bit. Uh, yeah, it's it's the the mixture of genres is uh, exquisite in this in this scene for sure. Um, and then especially with like the horror that we just got, like this minute is uh, pretty crazy. Um, all of the things that are mixed together in this, it's uh it's pretty great. You know, we you uh, Nick, you brought up um. Uh, Olivia Coleman's outfit in this, mm-hmm. Doris's outfit. And uh, I just realized here in this scene what it reminds me of. It reminds me of, uh, she, like, she looks like she's wearing, like, something that she wore in high school. Like, that's probably mm-hmm. how she dressed in high school. It is a very kind of juve, young outfit. Yeah, juvenile. Juvenile, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. Yeah, she'd be underage in school. So, yeah, juvenile. Yeah, like the little, yeah. Yeah, it, it feels like it feels juvenile. Like, this is what I looked like when I was the most popular. So I'm going to just keep wearing this. She's almost she's not she's not doing something unlike what Danny's doing a little bit. Just still like like trapped in time. Yeah, I think that's why I keep in the back of my mind. I keep shipping the two of them. Oh, it's mm-hmm. just because they do feel 
similar in different ways. Like they, they, they're both they, products of Sanford. Yeah. And they, they are both like not really growing up the way that they should mm-hmm. be. It's almost like Danny's stuck at eight years old and Doris <laughs> is stuck at like 15, 16 years old. Yeah. 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 For sure. Um, Maybe 17. Yeah. Just actually active. I don't know what the rules are. But- <laughs> just- Okay. <laughs> I don't think there are rules for like 15 and 16 year old girls wanting to be sexy so boys will pay attention to them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It definitely that's 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 what it strikes me as. And she definitely hung out with the boys who smoked. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, you know, she's she. Uh, yeah. I mean, like she's one of the mates. Yeah, for sure. Um, one of the lads. You know, I think I think uh, I think 15 years ago. Uh, Doris would have been like on skins. She, oh my that god! Sh- yeah. That show. <laughs> she's like she's like she's like stickering with the Andes, but not like saying something herself. Right, right, absolutely. Um, yeah, the uh, like the Andes thing with the Swan too is pretty great. Yeah, I <laughs> yeah, love that's, like that's the secret is they're always good burns. They are. They're always solid burns. The Swan like break break a man's arm or burn his house down. <laughs> Just. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, it's, it's good. What, it's what keeps you from hating them. I know. I know. It's really, yeah, it's it's so hard to hate them because they're just so, they're, they're just, I just, <laughs> yeah. I just love them. I don't know. There's no sleeping. They're always, they're always trawling. Yeah, for sure. Um, but, uh, yeah, so, uh, that's, uh, that's the sequence, I guess. Uh, any, any closing thoughts, guys? Well, uh, he, we end this minute with him saying, yes, sir, I, and he gets cut off. So I really want to know what he says next. <laughs> yes, sir, I what? <laughs> I just think that this this minute has a beautifully orchestrated symphony of blood, and I'm I'm here for it. Yeah, oh, we didn't talk about that last little splash when he hits the ground. Mm-hmm. It just splashes up. And it, oh, it's, oh, yeah. it's, like, it's like a plop. Such glorious bloodshed. Like, yeah. To, to be honest, the moment where Grant and I really realized how much we loved each other was when we were in a in a theater watching Skyfall, and the the helicopter hits a building, and we just like we're the only people in the theater who burst into laughter. Yeah, yeah, just so. the helicopter's destroying Bond's ancestral home, and everyone's like, "Wow, cool!" But we're both sitting next to each other, laughing our asses off because <laughs> violence is hilarious. And yeah, this is so beautiful. <laughs> It's it's very similar. That blood plop that you're talking about is very similar to the blood plop in Shaun of the Dead when mm-hmm. uh, when Mary falls on the pipe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Very similar, similar weight. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if buoyancy. it was yeah buoyancy. I wouldn't be surprised if it was like literally just like the same like the 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 visual program. effects person yeah. just like pulled up the same <laughs> program and just used it again. Worked for Disney. Yeah, yeah, true. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, it's great. It's very, very effective. I love that. Uh, I don't, I don't know that any of the, the, the blue ink in the world's no, end ever does anything think, like that. It, I don't think it makes a return. It'll be interesting to see if it does. Yeah. Yeah. If that animation comes back, there's no way we won't notice. That's true. Not now, <laughs> not no. ever again. <laughs> oh, we're in deep. Um, anyway, <laughs> way steep. With yeah. So uh, thank you for joining us, guys. Uh, one more time, uh, where can people, uh, you know, tell people about Gilmore Ball Z and uh, where they can find you on the Internet? Yeah, so we're lucky um, when your podcast name sounds like a fever dream. No one's taken any of your social media accounts. So anywhere <laughs> you want to go, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, Spotify, Facebook, 
WordPress. Twitter. Twitter. Reddit. All Gilmore Ballsy. Um, and once again, it's a show where uh, he shows me an episode... He shows me an episode of Dragon Ball Z. I show an up. Ep- I can talk, I swear. I show him an episode of Gilmore Girls, and we talk about whether or not, you know, Goku is a worse parent than Lorelai. Most of the time he is, but every once in a while there's that shining episode where he's weirdly responsible, and she's more not than usual, and <laughs> I just get to have my moment in the sun of Goku being a better parent than Lorelai. Oh, man. Soak it up. Well, Goku didn't have any parents the way Lorelai did. I mean, Lorelai didn't have the best parents, but I think Goku just grew up in the forest with his grandpa, right? His grandpa was a good role model. I would say Goku had a better role model for parenting than Lorelai did. Yeah, until Goku killed his grandpa, everything was great. Yeah, everything was fine. (laughs) Speaking of cuddly monkeys. (laughs) Yeah, talk about cuddly monkeys. Oh, man. Uh, Well, thanks so much for joining us this week, guys. It was yeah, a lot thanks of fun. for having us. This was a blast. Yeah, absolutely. We'll have to have you back for The World's End after you've seen it a few more times. I'd be down. <laughs> There's some really anime shit in World's End. Oh, yeah, for oh, sure. Oh, absolutely. Amen. Yeah. Absolutely. It's nice. definitely, well, no, Scott Pilgrim is the most anime of Edgar Wright's films, but it's definitely the most anime of the Cornetto trilogy. Yes, Absolutely. Um, all right. Well, uh, thanks again. Uh, thanks everyone for listening. Uh, if you uh, want to support us on Patreon, you could do that at duelinggenre.com slash support. All we ask for is $3 a month and you get all of our bonus content that we put up there, um, which is, uh, roughly averages out to about a podcast or two a week. Um, so it's a lot of extra content for $3 a month. And uh, we really appreciate it. We've got movie reviews coming up. We're probably going to do one for Captain Marvel, and mm-hmm. we'll uh, do one for uh, Shazam, probably. Sure. What, else, what else? Uh, I don't. I don't know. Um, lots of stuff coming up that we'll uh, we'll be doing. I mean, the summer Greta. movie, Greta. <laughs> the summer movie season basically starts in like two weeks. So uh, you know, uh, you're gonna want to hear what we think about those movies. I would assume. And so if you do, uh, go go sign up on the Patreon page because that's where you're gonna get those uh, podcast reviews of uh, of those films. Um, and we always have guests and things on those, and it's it's a lot of fun. So uh, check that out. That's duelinggenre.com/support. We appreciate everyone who already does and everyone who is planning on doing it and we will be back on monday with minute 61 for the greater good the greater good the greater good the greater good out in the country far from all the subtle noise of the city there's a village green it's been a long time since i last set eyes in the church with the steeple